here i hope everyone's doing well and welcome to another episode of the tell podcast um so i i guess i could start off by saying uh, it's been a while um so uh the last episode was right there coming back from uh, christmas holidays and uh you know again right out of the gate it's been super super busy and so you know, again, I find uh, one of the beauties in um, professional learning is that, uh, you know, it can happen at any time and any place. And there's been times in my career where, you know, I'll be really kind of focused in and zoned in on, on that professional learning piece. And then there's other times where, you know, things are busy at school or things are busy in my work now uh, as a consultant. And uh, it kind of takes a bit of the back seat. But I said to myself, you know, it's time to get back at it. And uh, it's kind of cool. Episode 10, uh, you know, and listening to some of the podcasts uh, that I do uh, or listen to, sorry, um, you know, there's these milestones. And usually when you get to the 10th episode, it's uh, they consider it a milestone in, in the podcast world. So here we are, episode 10. And, um, you know, a lot of great things happening, uh, you know, in our board. Uh, looking forward to the uh, coding and STEM initiative that's uh, coming up right after March break. We're going to have a fair chance learning um, with uh, Lisa Ann Floyd, who's uh, for sure one of the best in the business when it comes to, you know, exciting and and, and igniting uh, people around uh, that coding and STEM and bringing it into the classroom, uh, you know, to create that 21st century, that higher engagement level with uh, the students. And so, Again, super pumped about that. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that uh, when anytime I've had the opportunity to be at a fair chance learning session, it's always been, I always walk away with a couple of new tools in my toolkit. So, uh, again, looking really uh, forward to that. And it'll be nice too. It's uh, usually sessions that I lead. I usually am the one kind of facilitating the technology uh, capacity building sessions. So it's going to be nice. We're going to have three days. And uh, a few teachers from each school are going to come out and learn about coding and STEM. And I'll get to kind of sit back and, and learn also and, and participate with the teachers that way. So, again, really excited about that. And uh, this week in the podcast, we look at Chapter 9 of the book. And uh, the theme in Chapter 9 talks about powerful learning first, technology second. And, uh, you know, again, it's uh, something that I've seen like that, a bit of that transformation that's occurred over the past, you know, four or five years around technology in the classroom. And again, it used to be something where it was a bit of a novelty, you know, and and the students were really, um, you know, jazzed by, you know, uh, us using a smart board. I mean, I age myself, but I even go back to, you know, 20 years ago when I started teaching uh, at St. Francis Xavier and, and having a projector with a PowerPoint, uh, you think of the first movies we watched and streamed from YouTube in the classroom um, and, and so many different tools that we've used that, you know, students came to school and really, you know, using that technology was in some cases for most students, like the first time they've ever used it. And uh, now we're kind of like in an era where students are growing up with it. And so the novelty piece for tech is is really, you know, low 
And what I'm seeing now uh, is that students really, they just want to get, get at it and they want to be, con- they want to be producers, not consumers, but they want to produce with technology. And so it's really good. You know, it, 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 it lends itself well to, you know, the idea of a, a good classroom being a classroom where you're using technology all the time. I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, balance is key. And, uh, you know, you know, infusing technology during the week, but making sure that you're using other strategies because they're as equally as important. And so in Chapter 9, Powerful Learning First, Technology Second, uh, George Guros in his book, The Innovator's Mindset, uh, talks a bit about, you know, the, the importance of focusing on the learning piece and, you know, then just kind of bringing the technology and where it fits kind of thing. So I'll read a few co- quotes here for, for this podcast and, and share some ideas. The first one, George Gross in his book talks about technology invites us to move from engaged to empowered. It provides opportunities to go deeper into our learning by giving us the ability to consume and more importantly, to create. As Joseph Jubert eloquently said, to teach is to learn twice. Now, more than any other time in history, people have this opportunity to learn twice by connecting and sharing with an audience. And, um, you know, again, just when you think of, you know, some of the cool things we're seeing on Twitter now with, you know, classrooms uh, and teachers being on Twitter and, you know, creating classroom podcasts. I was listening to one the other day and uh, just inspiring to listen to uh, the teacher and the students. They were in the midst of a lesson and they've started this podcast and, uh, you know, again, it was just uh, a simple use of technology and, uh, you know, what an effective way uh, to kind of share with that broader audience and students, you know, creating a podcast collectively together. So that was really, really cool. Students want to be, um, they want to be producers and George Guru speaks to that. And, you know, when we're not only consuming, but then we're building something that we can then teach. Uh, it really deepens uh, the learning piece. So that's really cool. The second quote from George Goros's book, technology should personalize, not standardize. The light the technology brought to Lecklin's eyes is something that many of our students have lost, due in large part to the formulaic process of school. We have more opportunities to create that light in our students' eyes than ever before. For example, students who have never felt comfortable speaking up in class may now feel free to share their voices through a different medium, such as videos, blogs, or podcasts. Other students who don't feel comfortable creating with their hands can now develop worlds through applications such as Minecraft or show their artistic side through web design or coding. And it's really cool, you know, when I read that and I think of, you know, it's just the teachers in our board who have access to, you know, all of these amazing tools, like everything that George Gross is talking about here, you know, is available for us in whether you're using the VLE uh, from the ministry or you're using Office 365 and the rich tools in Office. You know, all our teachers and students with Windows 10 coming this year, we have Minecraft that's available to all teachers and students across our system. And so, again, it's it's exciting. And I'm, I know in my role, 
you know, as the years move forward and as time move for, moves forward, we have more and more teachers doing cool things. And it's just really fun to now start to see the creativity in the classroom, uh, you know, and just, um, you know, teachers designing tasks that allow for students to kind of choose how they want to, you know, communicate their understanding. And so, again, it's, it's, uh, it's affirming when you read something from a book like this and you think, wow, our teachers have these tools and students at their fingertips. So that's really cool. Um, as we move forward, it is essential to ask the question, what is best for this learner? Remember, learners are the driver. Technology is the accelerator. It is now more important than ever to embrace the notion that in education, we are all learners. It's only when we are willing to constantly expand and evaluate our own thinking that we'll be able to create the environments our students so deeply deserve. And, uh, you know, George Gross, I think he, he, he explains it so well. And, um, you know, one of the things that I'm encouraging teachers to do more and more is, you know, not to try to, you know, uh, know everything about technology, not to try to, you know, have all of the solutions when learning something new, you know, when looking to, um, you know, try something new in the classroom with the students. What I'm starting to model is, you know, sometimes I'll go out to schools and I'll, I'll work with teachers and I had a really good experience uh, a few weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I went in and there was a prep time. So I was working the, with the teacher during prep. We were setting up a Microsoft Teams and a OneNote class notebook. And uh, we worked for around an hour and, you know, the teacher was doing a great job at just, you know, kind of thinking, okay, what does this look like? And, oh, there's so many new possibilities. And, you know, like any new learning experience, you know, there's questions and, and how did you do that again? And so if I were to do that, like tomorrow, how would I do that again? And so there's a lot of that, you know, just that learning piece that can be difficult when it's in such a short period of time. And uh, the cool thing is that we were coming towards the end and the students were coming back to class and, and I had a bit of time that morning and I just said to the teacher, I said, you know what, why don't I just take the lesson here with the students? You know what, I'm going to get them on and I'm going to show them exactly how this works. And uh, you know what, I'll get them in. They'll actually do a little, I'll have them do a little activity in Microsoft Teams in their OneNote, kind of show them how the OneNote class notebook works. And, you know, my theory was, and, and what I shared with the teachers, I said, you know what, here's what we'll do. I'm going to get the students on this and you're going to see that you won't have to worry about it anymore because they're going to be able to assist you and they're going to be able to, you know, if you have questions, you, could, you can ask them and they'll be saying, oh, miss, you can go here and, oh, remember, it's over here. And, you know, it's really cool to see the change that's happening within the classroom where it's really that co-learning model and, you know, teachers and students learning side by side you know, when it comes to the technology piece and being okay with that. And then the teacher just really, when you think about it, what's fun is you're the guide, you know, you're the person that comes up with that rich task. And then you work uh, alongside with the students and, and kind of just put that technology in their hands and let them go. And uh, the students can do amazing things. And so again, in the spirit of chapter nine of George Garros's book, Powerful Learning First, Technology Second, I think the key is just, you know what, design the rich task, uh, start simple, 
and you know don't be afraid as a teacher to you know put yourself out there in your classroom learn alongside with your students and you know what you're going to see that before you know it you're going to be all, doing all kinds of new cool things around technology that you've never done before so you know what this is it for uh, this 10th episode of the podcast i hope you enjoyed it again i always love hearing some feedback on twitter and i also have this on our capacity building website so feel free to send me an email if you're a teacher in the board uh, to give me feedback and i hope everyone has an amazing week and we will see you next time on the Cal podcast take care everyone